Hello and welcome to Humans Exhaust Me, the show all about our current world and everything in it. My name is Felicia Jones here in Biloxi, Mississippi in the United States, and I'm joined by my very delightful, handsome, getting sexy for spring and summer co-host, Mr. Biz Paul. Um, How are you doing over there? Because you're in the UK, right? Yeah. (laughs) Now... I did our I did our intro because it is International Women's Day and Paul really encouraged me to say all of those beautiful things about him. I love it. <laughs> Let's smash the patriarchy right there by making it about me. <laughs> this is allyship in the making. So hopefully I did well on the intro, but I am so happy you're here because we have a lot to talk about. There are things going on in the UK that um kind of got you all worked up a little bit (laughs) i am absolutely furious furious Uh uh-oh 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 all right so we're we're gonna get into that and uh, before we get into the furious things is there anything else going on before we get mad collectively (laughs) Um, I feel like I'm I'm an ally. I'm going to be with you on this being mad thing. Yeah, yeah. Like, be mad with me and just, you know, I I think I need, basically, I need to see more mad people. Like, like this is my test (laughs) of today is like, I'm talking to people and trying to establish how cross they are about what we're going to talk about. And that is now my barometer of whether or not I can be their friend. Ooh, oh, this is serious. And I know everybody um, who's listening, we are teasing this because we haven't said <laughs> what Paul is mad about. But th- trust me, you're just going to have to hang on because I love this tease. Um, so I think we're going to have a complete show on this because now we're testing who we can be friends with because this seems to be the theme of the 2020s. Like, can we be friends based on what you read and what you say? Uh, right now, I will say in the United States, particularly, I don't have much going on. Um, I'm just happy to have internet because I broke our internet <laughs> last night uploading photos. So there isn't much going on other than, you know, we're advocating for more people to have guns. We have over 200 um, mass shootings so far. The government is crazy. Um they they're trying to pass a bill in South Carolina so that women will get the death penalty for having an abortion and or a miscarriage. Um, so just general, you know, things going on in the United States, you know, just the typical things. Um, yeah. And I'm still here at the beach, so I have to go walk this off because the world is just crazy. So that's just what's going on. Just a little light stuff here in the United States. So yeah. tell me, Paul, what is going on? Um, in the UK, besides you just being gorgeous and getting ready for spring, what's going well, on over there? I feel like this situation has completely stolen my thunder because we were going to be talking about how sexy I am today for an, an entire yes, show. Yes, we were. You know, and <laughs> <laughs> it's just been completely used up because I don't feel like we can talk about me being sexy when the UK government has gone full on fascist. I, I I I agree with you. So before we even get started, why don't you go ahead and drop what is fascist for those of us who try not to participate in these crazy fascist governments? Uh, okay, so so this has been simmering for a while, but for some time ago, a few weeks ago, Rishi Sunak, you know the um, the the government 
uh, their government, the prime minister. Um, mm-hmm. See, I couldn't even bring myself to say that he was the prime minister. The, the prime minister who uh, is starting to really show his true colours, I would, I would say. Um, about a few weeks ago, he came up with these like five priorities to kind of set his stall out as to what his premiership will be about and it's it was kind of a bit of a reset for the conservative party because they've been in power for mm-hmm. 13 years and he's like the fifth or sixth or 17th prime minister that they've that they've had and uh the last you know, two years but, yeah yeah and he's trying to kind of, you know he obviously wants to make a a clean break and say you know i'm not liz trust so bonus uh, and he's not johnson bonus and he's trying to set out his vision so he had five priorities about like economic stuff and saving the NHS and all this kind of stuff. And the fifth priority is stop the boats. Now, stop uh, that's the all. Boats. Stop the boats. Now, this is about immigration. Um, and, you know, we're kind of like, mm, God, that's a bit like, what do you mean? But now they've gone full on big, big launch with this idea of stopping the boat. So just a bit of context for anyone listening uh, outside of the UK and not up to speed on this because I was looking at our stats, Felicia, and we're getting some attention in Uganda and uh, Saudi Arabia in particular. So, you know, <laughs> oh, hi to oh, uh, great there. places. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, as well as like, you know, most of our listeners are in the UK and the US, but, but you know, I just want to acknowledge that we are global, right? That's good for context um, because clearly... <laughs> The UK government are not global. Well, they are if they want to send people to Rwanda. Anyway, I'm, I'm skipping about all over the place here. So um, for a while, the Conservative Party have been uh, trying to deal with what they perceive to be a big problem with immigration into this country, uh, slash asylum mm-hmm. seekers, refugees, whatever you would like to call them, depending on how you see uh, the people. Um, and... Uh, most most come from um, uh, come across from from France because France is the nearest country to us where people kind of travel through and from and stuff like this. Anyway, um, some years ago we had an agreement with France where we would put our each other's border controls on the other side of the channel, so they tightened up the, um, the ways of getting in for uh, rail and uh, lorries and, and planes and thing, things like things like that. So increasingly over the last few years. There's been people trying to cross the English Channel on boats, these small boats. Now, mm-hmm. there is a, a, a challenge with um, criminal gangs taking people's money uh, for a space in these boats and like sending them out to sea in what is the busiest shipping lane in the world. Mm-hmm. Uh, people have died. People don't make it. People turn back. All this, this, this kind of stuff. But these are people that are refugees, uh, asylum seekers. They are some. There are some economic migrants. I think you know. Let's be realistic about. It. There will be some people who yeah. are here to to try to try and work. But the Conservative Party that's in power has completely demonised and dehumanised these people fleeing persecution putting their lives at risk uh, giving mm-hmm. people everything that they've got to try and get over here for whatever reason and 
all the government can do, it seems, is scream about these boats. And so last night we saw a big launch from Rishi Sunak in Downing Street, big sort of graphics behind on his lectern, stop the boats. It's our build the wall. And they are dehumanizing the people who are there mm-hmm. and create, you know, pushing this mantra out, stop the boats, stop the boats, stop the boats, in the hope that the population will repeat it, which they will, so that we don't think of yep. them as people and we just go along with it and we uh, allow them to uh, turn these people back or whatever. Now, I, I appreciate I'm, I'm keep, <laughs> I keep talking, so stop me if you've got <laughs> questions. But part of this is also about some of the detail, right? So along with yeah. this, they're talking about, um, uh, in fact, let me just make sure I get this uh, right. Uh, anyone who arrives through unauthorized means, whatever that means, will be removed and will never allowed to be returned ever, nor will they allow, be allowed to seek British citizenship. They will be yeah. allowed to seek asylum in Rwanda. Um, they will not get bail. They will be um, they will be imprisoned. They will not get bail. They Forever? will not be able to seek. They well for at least the first twenty eight days. They will not be able to seek judicial review. Um. Uh, what's it? What does it say here? Um, under eighteens, medically unfit to fly, or those at risk of serious harm, uh, will be able to delay their removal. But that's but that's it. They are turning an ex-army camp into uh, a concentration camp, for want of a better description, to house and imprison these these people. It's horrific. It's absolutely horrific. And I'm so cross about it and the way that they're doing it. And I think I'm cross about them, but I'm also cross with the people that are on Twitter going, yeah, yeah, stop the boats. Okay, over to you. Take a breath, take a breath, take a breath. Oh, um, unfortunately, we are very familiar with this type of thing in the United States. Um, we have the people who want to stop the boats uh, because we do have people who cross um, from, you know, Haiti, Cuba um, into Florida. We also have the build the wall people where we have a lot of people trying to cross from South to Southern and Central America into the United States. And um, everything you said is the same thing that's going on here. It, it is absolutely crazy. We have camps along the border. Um, people are on trial. People go to jail. Uh, kids are being separated. It's, um, it is a very dehumanizing experience. And the way that um, the politicians talk about this makes it even worse because now it's a campaign thing which is yeah. horrific it mm. is really horrific so so for everyone i was um i think when i was finishing up work last night and um sometimes in the evening i get inundated with um uh british twitter that's, i think that's the best way to say mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. and i i sent you the photo of the thing from rishi sunak and it basically says if you come to the uk illegally you cannot claim asylum 
You cannot benefit from our modern slavery protections. You cannot make spurious um, human rights claims and you cannot stay. If you come, you will be denied access to the UK's uh, system. And this was probably one of the most aggressive tweets I've ever seen because it has a huge graphic. It says, if you come to the UK, you will be denied, like in big, bold white letters with a red background. And then, you know, at the very top, it says the illegal immigration bill. But the other things, when you're trying to really make a point with a tweet, you have the um, emojis with the arrows. And I was mm. like, wow, they they really went about um, this tweet. And they mean they got the emojis with the arrows. They put spaces in between. Um, it is pretty aggressive. And I've never I mean, we do some aggressive things in the United States, but we kind of like soften the blow when we do things. But yeah. Um, yeah, this is this is crazy. And I think I saw another video where it was talking about stop the boats and um <laughs> I don't even know what to say. It is sad when people's lives are marketing campaigns. Mm. And, and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's like we could do better as humans. I and I totally understand. Every country wants to figure out a way to deal with immigration legally and illegally. But the, the, we are dealing with human lives here. We we are, and that's and that's the thing that. That stop the boats is very catchy. You know, it's an, yet another one of their three-word slogans. Like, because y'all love that in the UK, y'all love your three-word slogans. Get Brexit done was was one of them. Uh, it, you know, <laughs> stay home, protect lives, save the NHS. You know, uh, control the virus. I mean, they they really do love a three-word slogan. But yeah. <laughs> I, it, it's like the the whole thing just stinks. It just stinks in terms of how they're doing it and what they're doing it. And the the politicians that are the frontline politicians, the ones that are in the the actual government that are on TV today, trying to justify this, I hate every single one of them. I I really struggle to use the word hate. I I don't like the word hate. I think it's I think to hate something and to hate someone yeah. is a horrendous thing to, to, to feel towards someone. But I do. I hate them. I, 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 they ha I can't wait for them to, to go. What they're doing to this country is, out is outrageous. And here's, here's some of the things. So we're now in a situation where the UK has... Uh, the UK has done a lot of bad things, right, in its history. Let's let's just acknowledge mm -hmm. that to, to start yeah. off with. It's also done a lot of good things in terms of uh, going, well, let's set up some human rights legislation or let's set up uh, or be part of setting up the UN. And, you know, those sorts of things, uh, I mean, where we've had some good standing, where we've punched above our weight for the size of country that we are because of some of that stuff. Um. Now we've got the UN saying that, um, you know, it, it's terrible. We've got uh, the European court uh, probably going to take us to court because it's, it's internationally illegal to do all of these things. Our good standing is, is trashed, absolutely trashed. We are, we are yeah, no good. Y'all sounded like some Americans over there. 
Uh, <laughs> wow. Yeah, but but the, yeah, I've got to, I've got to tell you this thing that was said this morning. This 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 was hilarious. So Suella Braverman, who is the Home Secretary, she is a nasty piece of work. Um, she is the one like you know talking about this bill. What was interesting was that Rishi Sunak launched it because like like he's the CEO, right? This this is this is mm-hmm. this is what I'm getting from Rishi Sunak's government. He's he's a crypto bro CEO bro like. He's uh-huh. running like a business. Yeah, he's the CEO. So he's doing the launch and got all the branding and stuff like that. And Braverman is is announcing it to, to Parliament. To enhance the launch, obviously, you know, you have a coordinated marketing campaign. I get it. And so you have um, sort of opinion pieces in a lot of the papers, a lot of the right-wing papers that exist here. And in one of, the, yeah. in one of her pieces today, she said, she said, there are, um, now what did she say? I've got to get this right. She said something like, there's 100,000 people uh, in the process right now. And there are billions of people waiting to get in the UK. <laughs> billions, billions, not millions, billions. Well, there's only 8 billion in the whole world. So who's coming? Who wants to, I mean, who would, who would want to be here? We've got no food. All We've got of no China. Eating. All, all of China, China and all of India yeah. is trying to show up to the party. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, that's, yeah, maybe that's, maybe that's true. Um, but that's, you know, billions is quite a, quite a thing to say. And the thing is, the thing is, they think they can get away with it. They say these things because mm-hmm. they, they, they can, they can say it, they can say it and they, they, they are happy to say it and listen to people tell them that's bollocks and you know you're lying and they don't care they don't care the sad part is is that um it will work that's the sad part about all yeah. of it it will work because the first step is going to be i don't have a complete formula but it'll be stop the boats and then they will they will be taking the jobs well i don't know which comes first the crime or the jobs i think it's going to be stop the boats then it's going to be they're bringing over crime which is rape and drugs. So that's going to be the next phase. And then I think the other phase is that they're going to be taking jobs away from you. So this is now going to go after the people that are already there to try to deport them. That's my guess is going to be the next stops, the next step. So, um, so stop the boats, crime, uh, maybe, uh, taking jobs away from you and then taking resources. And then we need to send everybody here back. To where they came yeah. from so and, and the problem mm. is it will work it will work unfortunately. It, it will work i mean if you if you go back to like brexit and what happened um with with brexit at that point there was a lot of demonization of you know foreigners in inverted commas the leave campaign put this big poster up about turkey is is going to join the eu it's not going to join yeah. the eu they can't join the eu um, because of various things, including their political system and corruption and everything else, um, yeah. you know, Turkey is going to join the uh, EU, and therefore, ninety million Muslims are going to be able to come into uh, Britain and work in in Britain. So that was like the jobs thing, and they they yeah. definitely played on that, and they have for ages. And I'm just wondering whether we we're doing it a different way around because when when Brexit happened, um, we're now in a situation where we do not have the workers to fulfill the jobs that we need. We don't have uh, people 
picking fruit and vegetables and mm-hmm. uh, doing like hospitality based based jobs um housekeeping and stuff like that which are typically um uh, filled by um uh you know uh, people who um are maybe from outside the UK and pay, probably yeah. paid poorly as well and interestingly what it means is um those jobs still need to still need to be filled and so what ends yeah. up happening is that they're filled by illegal workers who are in yeah. modern slavery <laughs> they yeah. can't get any tax from them you know it it it, it perpetuates the the same thing we've definitely demonized foreigners but i think you you're absolutely right you get to a certain point and and this is this is what i'm worried about is that it's not too far a stretch to envisage people turning against their neighbors people that they've lived side by side with that are oh, yeah. third fourth generation um people you know that where their their third fourth generations above them were the people that came over from somewhere into the uk um and of course the thing is and you mentioned this when we were just off air but you know who are these people really who are they just say who they are i mean just be straight up honest with who's on these boats and tell us who you're really trying to go after because where are these boats coming from and who are these people because Mm. they're didn't you know and i'm you know we're inferring a lot here but it does seem like you know where was this energy for all these people that came from uh ukraine and you know you cannot tell me that all of the people who came from ukraine were just you know god-fearing you know people who just sat around and read books all week there's a lot of folks who probably are in your country from the ukraine that are up to no good you know, because they can't go back home now. Sure. But mm. you don't have that same energy for those types of people that could be bringing the same things, that could be taking jobs from other um, UKers or British people, however you say, call yourself, <laughs> uh, or bringing in the crime, bringing in the violence, bringing in the drugs, bringing in problems, taking resources. Um, and, it's, and it's sad where we get to pick and choose who we can support, who comes into a country and who we cannot. And it could be something as base as um, skin color, language, mm. um, religion. And, and, and now we're going to pit all of these folks against each other because I'm assuming yeah. at some point they will start pitting the refugees versus the illegals, basically. Yeah, and, well, they're not you know, even making the distinction. Yeah. And, and I mean, and it's unfortunate and it's unfortunate and, um, that people's lives, no matter what the situation is, people's lives are being screwed over. And to be honest, it's from stuff that the countries have done themselves. Um, Mm. I will say here in the United States, there is a reason why a lot of people are crossing the border, um, from central and South America is because, you know, I mean probably going to get me shot or something but the united states um did a lot of bad things down in those countries that destabilized a lot of them you know with drugs and everything mm-hmm. um and so now yeah you've left some of these i mean what well, well sorry destabilized governments supported um the people that we shouldn't have supported to take down certain governments and now you know they always talk about fentanyl and things like that 
you know, the United States is the number one supplier of guns in um, Central um, South America, um, Mexico. Um, the need for drugs, we are, we demand so much drugs. So that's why a lot of drugs are coming across the border from those places. So we, we're the cause of some of these things and it can go all the way back to the olden days. Um, and I'm pretty sure some of the things that um, the, the UK has been involved in has caused some of the problems yeah. that we're seeing. And so it's like, we go into these countries, it's like me coming around to your house and slapping you around, <laughs> screwing with your kids and all that mm -hmm. kind of stuff. And then be like, okay, I'm going home now. Um, and you can't come with me or I come in and then I treat everybody great. And then as soon as I leave, you know, it's like, you know, as soon as I leave, y'all can get shot by your neighbors. Right. And it's like, so good <laughs> luck with that. And, and then we go home and then we're, and you're like, why can't I come with you? It's like, well, you know, I don't know about all that. So, you know, we, we gotta, I mean, I, I know it's impossible, but it'd be nice if one day we have some government accountability to some of the deeds that have been done in these places yeah. to cause the need to of people wanting to come to our countries. And also I think it's on um, global marketing. Uh, I hate to say it, but it's the movies we put out there too. <laughs> uh, we, we, it's the movies, it's the products, it's the lifestyle. I mean, gosh, I mean, movies out of the UK, I mean, Hollywood and, you know, the United States are prevalent in other countries uh, to the point where, you know, you associate being rich with better lives and, coming to these countries and so it's like hey i want that because my life is kind of crappy here so yeah i don't know i don't know what you do with it but you're gonna you're gonna be mad for a while so just letting you know yeah well i am i am and like like i said the 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 thing today has been about like tr really trying to understand like where where people are on it like yeah. who do i know that's as angry as me and and who and who thinks it's who thinks it's fine now i'm kind of a bit in my own bubble in a way because i haven't come across anyone today who thinks it's who thinks it's fine i've been sat in the office with the, uh, our good friend charlie and we're both on the same page on on this one in fact we've probably yeah. encouraged each other to be angry a bit too much uh, <laughs> y'all get today. You guys need a break. You need to go. Do y'all yeah. have axe throwing over in the UK? Y'all need to schedule an axe. Yeah, throwing yeah, 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 yeah. I think, yeah. I, I think, yeah. I think so. I do you know what? I went to the gym afterwards, uh, and uh, yeah, I, I, I definitely took my aggression out on that. Um, yeah, you should go <laughs> do that. Now, you were saying that you were trying to decide, you know, uh, basically your litmus test on who you can still be friends with. So, what is this criteria? of deciding who you can be friends with and who you can't um, based on this issue? Well, I suppose it's quite simple because I, w I want people, so people who feel outraged by this whole stop the boats marketing shenanigans and, and, and can see it, like I can be friends with them. People who just don't understand the whole issue, I can kind of stay friends with them because they're just ignorant of, of, of the issue. Yeah. But it's yeah. it's definitely time to cast off those people who think that we need to stop the boats because we we genuinely and this is this is the issue. This is the issue. This is the whole gaslighting part of it. Is that uh, the and so I, so I came to this conclusion. I don't know if anyone else has come to this conclusion, but I came to this conclusion on my drive home today. 
The number of people who have come across in small boats over the last two years is less than half the people, less than half the number of people who this government killed during COVID through their lack of action. (laughs) Because we had over 200,000 people die in this country. And that number couldn't have been zero, but it could have been a lot less because of the actions and decisions that they took. Yeah. So it it cannot be the case that it's a resource issue that they that they're gonna uh, you know people are gonna come over and use resources that we that that we haven't got or or, or take people out of a system or or stop people um, you know or, or increase waiting times yeah. in a queue because they're here. It's not because we've lost more than double that number through COVID. It's just it, it's just absolutely ridiculous. And the th- the thing is where this comes from. I mean, ideologically, they just don't want immigrants here they just they just don't want it they don't want foreigners they don't like foreigners i mean i I find it quite interesting that the prime minister is of uh indian origin i think suella braverman's family i think are uh indian ugandans from um the idi amin days but i could be wrong on on that but you know um actually that's an interesting one that's an interesting one. Um, I've learned since since I was young. You might think that you, you, so. There's a saying here around amongst like younger black people, like not all kin, not all skin folk are kin folk, meaning just because they look like you, just because they seem to come from the same neighborhood, doesn't mean they have the same outlook as you. And I could see how we can easily get into like, well, you would think he would have some, some, um, you know, uh, some compassion for these people, but you know what, these are the folks, they're all in on being, you know, on British being, uh, from the UK and, um, mm. you're not going to go ruin what they, you know, cause they're full on citizen. They don't see themselves yeah, yeah, as yeah. different from anybody else. So they don't see themselves as an immigrant. Like, yeah, my parents were the immigrant, but they did it the right way. And that's what's going to, you're going to start hearing that we did it the right way. So we're not like them. We're not like those people. Well, that, do you know what? That is very interesting because that's exactly what she's kind of saying. Really. I was just looking at her Wikipedia yeah. um, uh, page and her mom is of Hindu Tamil Mauritian descent. And her father was an Indian in Kenya, so not Uganda, in Kenya. So mm-hmm. um, I, 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 either way, you know, her parents came over here and, and, and settled and obviously they must have done it the right way. Um, but she is talking about, you know, she says that, yeah, she says things like, oh, it's not about all immigrants because, you know, we've got people in from Ukraine and Hong Kong and Afghanistan. Immig- so now Ukraine people are immigrants. Huh. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Well, because so, it so, serves a purpose, doesn't it? I suppose because they were invited to come. But Hong Kong, wait, okay, so yeah, okay, so we're switching all kinds of language from refugees to immigrants to uh, people who are calling that. Yeah, very. Yeah, okay, sure. Yeah, it's it's a mess. <laughs> it's a mess. Of course, it's a mess. So yeah, so uh, mm-hmm, uh, yeah, I, I, yeah, I, the, I don't know, but. The dehumanizing of people. And I've gotten to the point now where I'm starting to, you know, I know a lot of things are based, you know, a lot of politics wants to go with race and um, 
religion and all kinds of other things and gender. I've just gotten to the point now, I just see all of it as either de as dehumanizing of other humans. And mm. I think for those who are really struggling to put a race on things, to put a face on it and all that kind of stuff, just, just talk in the terms of dehumanizing, because no matter what it is, this is playing with people's lives, dehumanizing them to the point where we don't even call them humans. We call them illegal immigrants. We call them immigrants. We call them refugees. I mean, these are steps to dehumanizing people to make sure that they realize that they are not us. And to some degree, they're not on the level of being treated like humans. So when you start putting these labels on people, that I mean, that's just a quick way to just start dehumanizing them. And then when you dehumanize people, you kind of give yourself permission to do things to them. Um, mm -hmm. And and I think this is where we will all get in trouble if we continue to do this um, and this type of stuff. Here in the United States, we do the same thing where, you know, we call, you know, illegal immigrants and undocumented people, um, you know, and when we don't put the word people behind things, we're we're just sliding into this we don't see them as humans. We see them as problems and yeah. problems you either get rid of or you fix or ignore. And, and that's going to be uh, problematic. But the fact that, I don't know, it's always interesting that we turn these people's lives into a campaign promise um, to cover up what's really going on. So before we go, Paul, tell us what's really going on in the United, in the, U in the UK, I'm about to say United States, uh, same thing, <laughs> but what's really going on over there that you, that they are going hard on the boat thing. So what's really going on? Well, in my mind, this is desperation, really. They've been in power for 13 years. They've, mm -hmm. they, I mean, they've got Brexit done. They, they have. Brexit's a disaster. I mean, you know, there's secret meetings now between all sorts of parties on how to how to fix the problems. But, you know, Brexit has caused a problem. COVID, okay, they couldn't do anything about that really in terms of it, its existence. But the way that they handled it has not, not been helpful to this country. Uh, we have no food. Uh, heating uh, is, is, you know, expensive. Energy is expensive. Housing I just think is expensive housing is expensive people are losing their jobs uh, people are on strike essential services are overwhelmed the nhs is virtually on its knees and and they've this has all happened on their watch now mm -hmm. like all politicians they want to remain in power this is a power thing you know they want to remain in power yep. but they've got nothing left they've got no ideas they've got no um they've got no evidence that they've helped this country in fact completely the opposite. Uh, so this is a desperate attempt, in my opinion, to galvanize the uh, inner racism of people in this country, or uh, overt racism in, in lots of cases, mm -hmm. to galvanize them in the hope that that this is what they this is what they get behind, and you know that they ex that they don't like the fact that things are expensive, but it's the fault of the immigrants, and they don't like the fact that heating's uh, dear. But we've got it. But it's the fault of the immigrants. And therefore, it's not the fault of the conservative government. The government are going to like fix it by stopping the boats. And that's what's happening. And people just need to wake up and do something about this. Yeah. Well, fear is a powerful um, voting tool, isn't exactly. it? Exactly. Mm -hmm. But they've got nothing. They I was, 
Yeah. <laughs> they are doubling yeah, I, down I was, on it. <laughs> I was at, um, I can't remember if I mentioned this last week, but I, I went to a, a comedy podcast uh, recording a couple of weeks ago. And there's a guy there called Nish Kumar, who's a, um, a satirical comedian. Um, and he's, uh, you know, left wing, let's, fa- let's face it. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, he said, he said, all they've got left is anger. And, and that's, and so, you know, that's why they're, they're making noise to, to make us be angry because they haven't got anything else with, which they can kind of, um, put forward as a vision for the future. Well, and I think he's right. So fear, fear and coming after the others is usually the last tool you need to, to kind of stay in power. So this isn't anything new, unfortunately. Um, it's just shocking to the levels and lengths that they will go to to throw it in your face. And um, like I said, I saw that tweet and that was aggressive. I've never seen an aggressive mm-hmm. tweet like that before. And I live in the United States and our politicians are crazy and wackadoodle. So, uh, so yeah. So as we're wrapping up, uh, do you need to take a deep breath or do we need to go for another walk before you go to bed tonight? Um, I won't be watching the news. <laughs> for some time oh, don't don't watch the news i think you need to take a break for about two weeks so that you can um yeah. i've learned you take a break so that you can keep your sanity keep your mental health and the people who are agreeing that you are friends with you want to pretend like you didn't see it so that you can at least try to pretend like you like them and not want to punch them when you see them in the face so yeah um so i i think that's a, i think that's a good thing so Oh my gosh. So in, in honor of International Women's Day, Paul, I've done this show with you for two years and I never really know how you wrap the show up. <laughs> <laughs> I think we just decide we've run out of uh, we've run out of time and go, yes, Okay, we're out next of week. Time. Okay, so uh, so we're out of time. I hope you take a deep breath and you know what? Um, I look forward to our talk maybe about um, men's grooming next week. Okay, Paul? <laughs> Finger, fingers crossed. Thank you for your help and support, Felicia. Oh, you're no problem. You take care of yourself. Bye. Bye.